Hey, Pride fam, get ready for another episode of Pride Pride the the Podcast. Podcast, featuring extra special guest singer and songwriter Alexis Lynn. So grab yourself a treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. Rihanna, our just queen coming is in. back. Just coming that. in and touching all our souls. Oh, touching everything. Speaking of, hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Pride the Podcast. Hello. Brought to you by our special friends over at Rehab Entertainment. Hey, Teresa. Hey, John. Yeah. <laughs> so we are back, thankfully, to touch thankfully. all of your souls. Right. And I'm, lift you up. I'm Hello. To- you know, you know what? I hope so. I hope I, I, hope I hope so. out there we're touching, touching people. and lifting. You know, <laughs> like these titties. No, no, they're not lifted. Um, I'm Darrell Anthony. I'm Adam Andrea. <laughs> and I'm Ashley Mitchell with lifted titties. Hello. Titties, and that was Lift Me Up by Rihanna. Um, listen, from the new Black Panther Wakanda Forever soundtrack. So listen, I, two things I was just thinking of when I was hearing the song. I thought of people are giving around a shit because they're like, oh, it's not what we wanted. We thought it was going to be something bumping. I think it reminds me of Unfaithful. And I'm hearing a rumor, nothing confirmed, that Rihanna actually is in the movie. Because mm. hmm. you know she's done some acting. I mean, why wouldn't she be? Yeah, right. Yeah, so she's done some acting. So I think that it's going to be great for us to see. You know, one thing I love about We're Marvel. see it this week. Yeah. Ah. One thing I love about Marvel is the cameos. I think the way oh, that yeah. Marvel does the cameos, like, it's unlike any other. You just be cheering when you see people show up. So I'm excited. I wonder who's going to be, like, who's going to cameo. I mean, ah. I think the um, Bucky will. I think I feel he's like the obvious answer. So part of me thinks like he might not be. Well, I think that he will. But in addition to like, right, I mean, of course. So there has been talk. And as you guys know, the was it the third Hunger Games when Philip Seymour Hoffman passed away? They used kind of a hologram and everything. And people are wondering if there are going to be any kind of hologram um, of Chadwick. Uh, Chadwick. And is he? Oh, and, that would be dope. And, and is he going to, you know, approach? the kingdom or however they do it and are we going to see him or even Robert? if it's stock footage right are oh we, we're talking we about the movie yeah, I, was, about, I thought we were talking about rihanna's performance oh and, and i no, mean that would that, be dope too that, that, right that, that too but what if we see like him and uh robert Downey jr's character uh, iron man like together and you see that you know they could easily do that with a behind the scenes i mean they I feel did, like they're gonna do some kind of tribute they, they did it also in um the Last Jedi movie um, with uh, Carrie Fisher, like they had mm-hmm. them at the end mm-hmm. using stock footage. So mm-hmm. like it is possible that we will see Chadwick in some form in this movie. Yeah. And we're all going to be going to the premiere, pr- premiere, well, <laughs> not the official premiere, but, but a New the, York black premiere. Right, right, right. At the Magic Johnson Theater. OK. Mm-hmm. And we all going to be wearing white, yep. you know, for um, the funeral scene that they're going to have for 
for Chadwick and it's gonna be I'm nobody judge me I'm definitely gonna be crying so yeah yeah, yeah. I cried the first one yeah same so it's it's gonna be beautiful I can't wait to see it it's gonna be amazing yeah. I'm excited so with that anyways what, what some, else is- what's going on with everybody how's everybody been doing obviously we survived Halloween we did we did we Barely. had a very cute kiki we here did. at house of heights we there did. was no drama there was well there was a little drama, little drama. but we weren't involved we weren't were involved. not involved and it really didn't affect my turnips. So. it didn't it didn't affect mine That's the whole time good. i was just like we'll take him home right yeah. take right. him home somebody got a little too you know a little too lit yeah and they had to be escorted out but yeah yeah so but besides whatever. that, everything was 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 good. I was great. You know, I was great. Our costumes are great. I was Beetlejuice, the female version of Beetlejuice, and yeah. I was I was the sexy Beetlejuice. I thought I had my bootay out. So <laughs> all of it. Yes, I was booty juice. <laughs> ah. ah, you see what I did there? <laughs> well, I knew you had booty juice. Ah. Uh, she didn't wash uh-huh. it. She didn't clean it. Excuse me, this but is actually, very fresh. I, I've been like, okay, hold on. I've been laying in my bed laughing for days about actually shaking her booty at the party. There were multiple times I saw her shaking her booty and people just watching. And like, I happened yeah. upon it. And I, was I was twerking like, a lot. I said, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? Because <laughs> she was twerking, like, she wasn't doing it for nobody, but like, maybe one or two people were watching. But Ashley was shaking her booty, so. Did I, you get any money? No, she didn't no, get no money. Didn't. So the bitch shaking ass for free. For free. For Damn, free. Wow. I ain't doing it right. You I really need, ain't doing it right. I need lessons. Well, I told you about my class. Oh, oh I thought it was like the Donda Academy. It went under. <laughs> no. Which is out of commission right now. No, no. There's no. There's no <laughs> good morning, Donda. Good, good morning, Donda. Da- no, no, no. Good morning, no, Gloria. No, no, no. no. <laughs> there's no Donda happening at all anymore. And I want you to know that my class <laughs> my class gets you results because the way I done racked up dick the past two weeks. You know what? I'll give you how many, how many people in your class, Jerome? I'm, I will well, several, well, listen. Well, most up. of them have graduated. I was going to oh, say, okay. I'm a graduate. How dare you? Of Harilla's school. You said you girls. sat in and you observed. Now you are graduate. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, he, no, he Which graduated. one is it? No, he graduated. Sway? No, let me tell you something. He graduated. And let me tell you, at the end of the day, I got the past two weeks, I've been racking up dick. So I don't know what y'all are doing, but get into it, y'all. Y'all, I have a man. I was trying to give you props, but no, I appreciate. That. I, no, no, you don't want them. Wow. I, I didn't say I didn't want them. Mm. I thank you for the props. Mm. I'm mostly talking to Ashley, but I don't want to single her out, so I have to say y'all. You know how sometimes when people say put your phone away, but it's only like one person and everybody got to give. It was like that. Mm-hmm. Did you bring enough for the class? Yeah, Ashley didn't bring enough for nothing for the class. That's how you look. That's how you look. <laughs> That's how you sound. That's you ridiculous. Um, anyway, anyway, let's talk about some fun things. Talk to me about something. Tam Smith and Kim Petras make history. Yeah, they do. What they do to make history? I mean, she is the first uh, trans woman, and he is the first non-binary artist to make number one on the Billboard Hot 100. They sure well, did. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, y- y'all know, I don't know if listeners out there know, Kim Petras follows me on Twitter. She sure does. Like, she, does. she follows me, and like I follow her. Like It's, it's crazy. And Kim. I, Kim, I know you're listening. To I this. know you're listening. Yeah. I <laughs> need you. She's not gonna follow you. I need Nora. I don't want. No, I, I want mean, her to on the pod. I want her on the pod because oh, she can't follow you because if she follows you, she's gonna see Tinkle Winkies. She and, might want to see that and hairy chest and musty pits. Not musty. Maybe she's into that. I don't know. I'd like to see that. I don't want to see. She likes to see that. I, well, well, you know what I saw the other day? Mm. It was a picture of Sam Smith 
in he looks like, got thick again. And they he they sure did. did, yeah. look, did they look stanky? They well, yes. Partially because they were just like they just looked like they come from a like a hike. That's so they nice. had taken mm-hmm. their shirt off mm-hmm. and they were just letting mm-hmm. that all hang out. And I was like, okay, Sam, you look at like how I used to. Because remember when it was like, what was that? His first like big track. Now I've got you in my space. Well, I that one. Go but you. then it was like his solo song? shit. It was like, uh, uh, let me sing to you or whatever the song. Anyway, uh, huh. <laughs> I don't remember the name of it, but it was a slow ballad. And I was like, oh, Sam, who hurt you? Oh, Let me the one that Darrell and I love. You say I'm crazy. There it is. Because you don't think I know what you've done. I'm like, who um, hurt you, baby? Let me take care uh, first of all, you. That song is so, the only one. Well, anyway. Uh, that song is so important. They're looking so ironic. sexy again. Yeah. They look oh, I Stay With Me, also that one. Yeah, that was it, right? That was it. No, right. yeah, that. So those are really good. So I'm really happy to see. You know, I think that and we've talked about it before, like them, Lil Nas X, like seeing the queer representation. We also saw with Frank Ocean, mm-hmm. and we see so many people come out, and that's why I'm super excited to talk to Alexis Lynn. You know, more queer representation that's mm-hmm. coming out on the horizon. I think it's just important to always have that there for people that are coming up and to see that inspiration. You know. Um, I was reading and, and looking into Alexis and all of her music, and I know Rihanna's a big person for her mm-hmm, that she has really mm-hmm. looked up to. Uh, so can't wait to talk to her about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be super fun. But before we get to her, I, another hot topic is Miss Argentina and Miss Puerto Rico are getting married. They did get married. They, they, they got married. married. They got married. Well, I saw a picture of them like smooching, and I was like, Yeah, no, no, no. They are married. Um, so they met at the Miss. Uh, Miss Grand International. Oh, okay. In Work. 2020, and then you know everybody thought they were just like friends, and then they just kind of dropped this bond. Like, surprise, we've been dating for the past two years, and I now love that. we're married. I love it. Yeah, they and, were like, we don't need to let. And they're gorgeous, know. girl. Just gorgeous, like models, and they girl. just like, hey, this is working, and we love each other. So like, <sighs> let's do it. I love that. Yeah, because you know. That on the circuit, on like you know the beauty pageant circuit, that a lot of that happens. Uh, yeah. And like I, when when like uh models, a lot of them are queer. Yeah, a lot of them are queer, man. Like they spend a lot of time with each other. It's just like they're surrounded by women all the time. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it is what it is. Sorry, all you conservatives. Everyone's gay. <laughs> it's true. Lizzo said it. Everyone's <laughs> gay. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> everyone's a little bit everyone's a little bit gay uh, I'm just really excited you know to continue to have you know people and it's interesting people having to come out um, this week you know we'll talk about it a little bit in hot topics um, an actor from uh, Heartstopper um, had to was forced to come out yeah to, he felt pressured to, to, he felt pressure because of a lot of the backlash he was getting um, you know again I want to say I don't want people to force others to come out and I think that People feel that they need to know if someone is um, gay or a trans or a bi or whatever. Like they feel that they need to have that answer, and it's not something you need to have when it has nothing to do with you. Right. And I think that that's right. so. Deal and with you what know, your feelings on your own time. Don't try to project on somebody yeah. else. Right. Because you, you know, one of the like earliest like moments of that happening <laughs> that I can recall, honestly, is in Remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. When sunshine, mm-hmm. like 
he kisses his like teammate in the mm. locker room and everybody's like what the fuck and then his roommate's like um what's his face from clueless uh-huh uh uh donald Faison. yes mm-hmm. and his daughter was uh dion for halloween yeah. anyway oh my God. we'll get back to that in just a second but when he's like he's like hey, look you know i don't care but i just need to know and he's like know what <laughs> you you know what I mean? He's like I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like yeah. stop playing with my mind. He's like look, Ugh. bro. It was in that moment I was just like, why is it that was any so progressive it, it, for the, its time? Listen, yeah. Remember the Titans is one of my favorite it's movies. It's so good. It's like top five. Yeah, like I I will watch that over and over again. Mm-hmm. But it was that moment where I was just in that scene where it was like, right, this isn't anyone's fucking business. Right, whatever I want to do is my business. If I want to let you in on it, then that's fine. Right. But you don't need to know. Just need to know. Right. And, and listen, I think that there's, you know, levels to it, right? You know, when I was out and I remember telling Ashley we went out Monday for Halloween, I was dressed as Mystique. And I was like, okay. And I had, I did have a couple of people confuse me for a woman. And I said, sure. okay, I need to be very clear with whomever I go home with if I decide to do that because I'm very openly sexual, as most of you know, listen to this podcast. I want to make sure that... They know that I right. am a, that they, that I'm a man. I'm a boy. I'm a, I'm a boy, and they're gonna well, find, be- and they're gonna look down below, and they're gonna find. Well, because you don't want you don't want to deal with the whole argument of like, well, you tricked me, right? Right. You led me on. You this, um, and, and we, then they, and, and, we, then, and we are past that, people. Yeah, very past that. Very past that. We We're 2023. We we don't have no time right. for that. So yeah, Jesus, I, that's coming on up. God. Oh, where did the time go? I don't know. I don't. I don't know either. That's that's bad. That's we're getting before we know it. It's gonna be twenty twenty four. Like all the holidays. Like I remember looking forward to Halloween. Like I it's felt like only like gone. a month guys. October gone. blew right off. It by. really did. I really feel like we didn't really get the scary season like I wanted to. And no, the actually thing, we didn't. Well, because I think we're all just like busy and just like doing shit. We took a little while to decorate. We ain't busy, Lindsay. Listen, Dude. our friend Lindsay was, was was like, we busy. We got things going on. No, we don't. We need to make more time to do things. We ain't busy. We really oh, no, we but busy. we are busy. We are like right. don't discredit what we're what we're doing. Yes, we're busy, but again, life is very short, and I feel like sometimes the busy gets in the way of like trying to do things and find time for each other. Sure, no, but and, that, I, and that's I, but why on just, that same on that same coin though, it's like we were busy doing things together. Like, yeah, it wasn't necessarily we were like, oh well, you know, we'll put this on. Yeah, it was just we were busy going to do. <laughs> this and going to that event and like you know like we love events i love an event i love man actually was at a lot of events actually let me get my event buddy uh-huh. we be skipping to event except you guys went to an event that i was not invited to you were not and we'll have That's to definitely bullshit. talk about that because i mean you definitely could have came mm-hmm. for real yeah with those light appetizers that were they were serving oops they were good but they only came around like every like fucking 15 minutes. I love good past hors d'oeuvres. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Like, if you have, like, a good, some kind of seafood option, whether it be a shum cocktail, tuna tartare, something like that. I love a crab cake. A, a crab cake is great. A good slider. You gotta have a slider. Mm. And then, of course, a vegan option, vegan or vegetarian, and, um, like, a, a cheese option, like a cheese ball or mm-hmm, mm-hmm, fried mm-hmm. something. I'm so excited for my company's 
Thanksgiving potluck. So, like, everyone's in, not in charge, but everyone's, uh, like, given the opportunity to bring a dish. What you gonna bring? Well, here's the tea, and I don't want y'all two to fucking freak out. Okay. But I really want to make tamales. <gasps> I am gonna freak the fuck out. No, no, out. I am I gonna freak honestly, out. Because literally. I'm sick of this shit. No, you no, be no, doing no. shit for everybody else I, but us. No, uh, you did not you. mute us. Yo, you, uh, no, fuck, fuck you. you. No, we're going to say what the fuck we got to say. Say it after talking about it. Me and Darrell were saying literally last Sick week I said, shit. I need Adam mm. to get his head up off his shoulders. We're making tamales. If I have to look up a recipe and we're going to do it without you, but you are going to do it. We, I want to make tamales this year and you ain't going to stop us. Yeah, no, no, no. So like, I really want to do it because I want to like show out and mm. also just mm. have them for the holidays. Wow. We'll fall on the sword then. How about you? Um, the rest of you, why don't you go get a drink and more treats? And when we come back, we'll be talking to the lovely Alexis Lynn. We'll be right back. Hi guys, welcome back. And we're back. And I am super excited because we have the gorgeous singer-songwriter Alexis Lynn with us. Hi Alexis. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for joining us. What's going on? What's the hot tea? Um, recently I just got back from LA not too long ago, which was great. Okay. Um, yeah, it's really rainy in Vancouver right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is that um, where you're at right now? Fall, yeah. Fall okay. is in swing. Um, yeah. And I just released an album also recently. So lots of, lots of fun stuff. Lots of stuff going you on. sure did grow up. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Can't wait Cause it's, <laughs> it's a bop. It's a whole bop. I yeah, love it. It is. I really like it. Thank you. So tell us from the beginning, from birth, <laughs> oh, okay. how, how did you come, become an artist? Like was music always a part of your life? And just tell us how you came and, and came to drop this wonderful album. Yeah. So I actually, my family is not musical whatsoever. Okay. Um, so growing up, I have three siblings and we all kind of did different things, but I remember I always loved to sing mm-hmm. and I I begged my parents to put me in singing lessons <laughs> and they're like, I, I just wouldn't shut up. So they were like, okay, fine. And so they put me in singing lessons, which was great. And um, yeah, I just, I love to sing. I would do like little competitions and like stuff like that and performances. Um, and then I started taking piano lessons when I was 16 mm-hmm. and I started writing around the same time. So that's kind of when it really shifted for me from wanting to be um, just like a singer to mm-hmm. someone who wanted to be realizing I had stories that I wanted to tell and things that I wanted to write um, and wanted to share with people. So that was kind of a big shift for me um, Mm -hmm. in terms of my goal. So I think that's when it really started for me is when I started writing songs. Um, And then, yeah, from there, I kind of started writing. My parents are super supportive. So they always, you know, would come to my shows and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of started from there. And then I think I released my first song in 2018. 
And then it's kind of just gone from there. <laughs> That's so amazing. Wow. You know, obviously, when you have those dreams was coming up, you said your family wasn't really musically. and That wasn't something that they did. Was there a singular person that provided you inspiration uh, to do that? Did you see uh, someone on television or hear someone on the radio that really made you say, I want to do that? Oh, I don't even remember who the first person was, but growing up, like I was obsessed with Michael Jackson. Yes, and I was yes me too. Amy Winehouse. <laughs> Um, and like Rihanna and just like there were so many like of these big stars and just like I want to sing like them or I want to write songs like them and I just want to be they're just so cool and so iconic that that I think that's a really cool a good descriptor Uh, cool you just spoke to literally we all love those artists so much Um, and we'll find ourselves blasting them Mm -hmm. and now adding you to the roster to the house all the time (laughs) so I think that's really really special Um, Mm -hmm. actually and I have a similar story when uh, Michael Jackson died we felt a piece of us that, like, I, I mean I thought I was not gonna make it I was at school like someone in my family was gone yeah like, no was, I remember the like specific moment when he died too I remember I was too. at my friend's house it was like it was it's so visceral mm-hmm. yeah I was at the movies actually I was watching The Hangover and uh, <laughs> my phone was just beeping and going off because everybody knew that I love Michael Jackson and I was everybody was like oh my god have you heard blah blah blah, blah. and I was mm-hmm. just like what in the world like and I and you always I, think yeah. they're lying, right? You know, when, mm-hmm. you know, uh, obviously he's not a musical artist, but when Kobe uh, passed away, it's like, what? Like, you hear it and you're like, that's not possible. Right. Like, that's not, because you look at these people, as like I said, as an inspiration, as this, like, something that you want to work toward. And they're kind of your mentor in a way, even though they're not, mm-hmm. you know, in front of you mentoring, mm-hmm. they are your mentor. And yeah. so when they pass away, you kind of feel like you lose that little bit of guidance. So did you feel like a little bit lost after Michael Jackson, kind of like we did? Yeah, it was really weird because I think I was I was quite young at the time. Um, and I just remember it being I was so sad and I never been sad about mm-hmm. someone that like, losing someone that I didn't know. Right. And like, mm-hmm. I think that's the first kind of artist that, um, you know, that that had really happened to me. And I, it was just, it was so odd. And it was, it felt like his music meant more in a way. And it yeah. felt like, you know, it, yeah, it, it really felt like we lost someone super special. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it was, it was an odd feeling, but I think that's, you know, the whole world kind of feels that at a time like that when you lose Absolutely. someone who's so special to so many people. Absolutely. Yeah. On a happier note, I know you're <laughs> uninspired by right. Rihanna. How do you feel about her new music and her performing at the Super Bowl? I cannot excited. wait for a Super Bowl. I could care less about football, but like yeah. I cannot Same. wait for a halftime show. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, I love her new song. It's really, it's not what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting that. But I think like she still, she shows up and shows out any, every time. She yeah, she it. totally like bucked. She did what everybody was thinking. I thought, you know, it's Black Panther. She's gonna come in with something like fire, like, yeah. like a good, like I don't know, yeah. like a faster something, beat. a beat, a beat. Yeah, something mm-hmm. that feels like I felt something like maybe with movie. like African drums and stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I thought yeah. it was beautiful the way that you know a lot of people, you know, younger people had their thoughts about Rihanna and, and things like that. But I will say that Rihanna. Really, you can hear the maturity in her voice. You can hear how she's grown. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, when they are working toward their goal and their career and their artistry, it's like, let me get a family. Let me accomplish that part that I want to do, and I'll always be there. So I think it's kind of a treat that Rihanna kind of said, all right, I'm going to come back to music for a little bit. And 
all of her songs, literally nearly all of them are iconic. Like, I know more Rihanna songs than I think any artist that I've like, ever known. I love Beyonce. I mean, she used to drop an album a, a year. A year. <laughs> and like all of her albums, no matter if people felt any way about them, they had a bop on them. There was one yeah. that, that was one song on that album that everybody was like, yo, that's my favorite. So mm-hmm. super excited that um she's going to be at the Super Bowl. And I can't wait to see who she's going to bring out. Any predictions who you think she might bring out? I don't know, honestly. I'm like, I, I haven't even thought about like who she's going to bring out because I'm wondering, I, I mean, I guess someone always brings someone out, but I was wondering if she's going to do it solo because sometimes they announce to like kind of like the extra people that they're going to bring out. Right. But, I don't think the I don't weekend. Do you have any predictions? I'm wondering if she's going to do a makeup tutorial. <laughs> I, <laughs> she's gonna have a whole Sephora. I, right. I, I she's do, gonna have a, a, a table set up trying to sell Fenty. I do think that she might sing a song and then have her and her dancers set at a table putting on makeup. I think that that would be that'd be cute. I, that I, would be I, cute. I think Rihanna is a very smart businesswoman, and it would be beneath her not to promote two things at once. I I know yeah. Ashley and I kind of disagree on this. I think Jay Z is gonna come out and do um, uh, Umbrella with her. I, I think there are yeah. certain things that are going to happen on it. Uh, that'll be oh, fun. what's his name? Uh, the new Spider-Man. She should bring him out. She should do Tom Umbrella. And yeah. do, I, listen, oh, uh, Tom Holland? He, Tom Holland did that iconic yeah. Oh, like, so good. Performance. Oh, lip sync uh, battle. Uh, battle. Yeah. yeah. You know what I will say about things like that and things that we wish? Celebrities and our musicians and all of those things, they look at comments on Twitter regardless of what people I'm think so sure. even even people who write television shows and the fans are complaining and say we want this we want this people look at what you're saying on twitter so you know if the fans want that and that's what they want then tweet it out or instagram <laughs> it out whatever you do because people do be watching whether you think people are looking at your opinions or not of course yeah they say don't read the comments but you're still gonna yeah (laughs) and you know alexis uh kind of to ask you that you know as an upcoming artist were you afraid of any of the music that you put out were you like okay how are people gonna take this what are they gonna say were you you concerned at how people might respond to your music or if it was going to be all public how did you feel about that yeah i think like specifically with this last album too because it was just so personal Mm -hmm. that there were like i was really I don't think I was really worried about um, like how people were going to react to it. It was more so just like sharing that with like just everyone and anyone who wants yeah. to hear it. Yeah. I think it was scary. <laughs> like it's right. just, that was scary. Um, there was like a song on the album that I almost didn't put out because I wasn't sure if I wanted yeah. to share it with everyone. I wrote um, Anna mm-hmm. about um, my experience with anorexia and I had never written a song about it before. And I, when I wrote it, I immediately was like, that's never coming out. No one's ever hearing that. Mm-hmm. And I, like I just really had like a moment. I was like, mm, that's not going anywhere. But then I, when I realized like the album was kind of like coming together and that Anna really fit the album and the theme and what I was talking about. And it was so true to my story that I like, I had played it for one of my friends and I was in the car and I didn't tell her what it was about. I just played it. And you kind of see this, like, I just saw this wave wash over her face of like, I know exactly what this is about. I've been there. And like, I hear, like, I hear you, you know? And like, I feel yeah. so, like, it, like the visceral, like reaction of feeling seen. And yeah. that's my favorite part of music and listening to music. And so mm-hmm. to see that like, happen for someone else was just like, so crazy as like a songwriter. And I knew that's like, you know, if that could help anyone, then uh, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and it's such an important topic. You know, I, I've always said, I feel like every at least every woman but so many people men too obviously but so i feel like every woman has like 
bodily issues and, and a toxic relationship with food. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think it's so important and it doesn't matter if you're a size zero or a size 22, like, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody can relate to that. Like, um, the issues surrounding like body image and food and exercise and just all of that. Like, you know, it's such an important topic and I'm so glad that you decided to put that on your album. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad too. I think it was, it was also cathartic for me in a way to kind of, you know, have it just out in the open, but I think that, yeah, to answer your question, that was scary to just be that open, I guess, with people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I think it's great, you know, everything you've been open with. Uh, Something to Prove, which is your upcoming single that came out on October 14th, um, talked about, you know, the male validation uh, for your love for women. Kind of talk to us about that single and why it was so important for that to happen. Yeah, so that was another one that um, I wasn't exactly prepared for everyone and their mom to hear. <laughs> I, that I had originally started um, like when Complex, the like uh, the song on TikTok went mm-hmm, viral. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so uh, something to prove started as a rewrite of that. Oh wow! So I was, like That's I just did a rewrite from like a bisexual perspective, and I wasn't thinking like I posted it. I think like after work one night, and it was like midnight or something and I wasn't thinking anything of it It was like not a good quality video and I woke up the next morning and my phone was like blowing up and I was like oh no (laughs) like it was was so odd because it had gone like somewhat viral um and so yeah that was again I think something that I wasn't really prepared for you know it's not very uh, it's an interesting feeling to have like just everyone see you in a way that you're not expecting but um yeah I thought it was important I thought it was it was just something that was really on my mind is um as someone who's bi and as someone who um struggles with I think a lot of um women in general but also um, bisexual women struggle with um like male validation issues and um so I just kind of written it from that place and once I saw I really thought it was I didn't originally think actually that a lot of people struggled with it. And I kind of thought it was a unique experience, yeah. but um, every time I'm on the internet, I'm reminded that none of my experiences are unique and that it's everything so universal. Right. But, <laughs> I mean, and, yes. Yeah. And that can be a really good thing. Alexis, I just want to, before we go to the next question, I kind of want to deep dive into something that I think is so important yeah. about how the world views bisexuality and women versus mm-hmm. men. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for so long, you know, I think when a man says he's bisexual, the world says you're just gay. And I think mm-hmm. when a woman says she's bisexual, the world disregards it because they yeah, say, you're you're, yeah. You're, right. yeah, they're yeah. like, you're not bi. You're, you're just going through a phase. You just like to kiss yeah. your best yeah. friend. Or you're just freaky. Yeah, like, you're just, just freaky. Like, freaky and, or greedy. I feel, right. I feel like uh-huh. I always hear the word greedy yeah. when it I, comes and, to bisexuality. Yeah. And I think that the I think that women are seen, at least by male population of like, oh, that's hot, that's something I'm into, and they try to involve themselves. And then with the, you know, on the opposite end with the males being bisexual, it's just like, no, you're gay and you're just using that as, so So, how do you feel about that? And how do you feel that your response has been to that from people? Um, I think it's a huge stigma. And I think it's, um, it's a really hard one to navigate because it's it's obviously so false and it's, mm-hmm. it's really invalidating. It's really invalidating for mm-hmm. so many people. And it's, um, I think it really like boils down to, again, like, an issue with femininity and because yeah. um, you know, you're seeing you have an issue with um, men being feminine so then there's automatically gay right. or you have an issue with women being like feminine so then they're automatically just straight you know like right. it's not it's not it's not valid in your eyes their their sexuality is only deemed valid if it's that of a man you know wow. and so mm. I think I think it's 
uh, the response that I got, the majority of it was really great. It was yeah. really, it really eye-opening to me to see how many people also struggled with that. And also it had that, you know, thought process and that kind of like internal battle of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were, there were some people of that, of course, like I kind of expected it because I know it was like somewhat of a polarizing or like it's yeah. controversial right. in the lyrics. Right. Um, so I had expected it, but there were a lot, there were also a lot of comments that like, you're just straight, you're not bi, you know, this is why we hate, like, this is why lesbians hate bisexuals, like just a bunch of, you know, like even in like in the community, in the community, you know, you, you have a bunch of, uh, infighting in the community. I have a really uh, dear friend of mine who he is married to a woman. Um, and we went to college together and he recently came out as bisexual and everyone and his mama uh, literally are commenting and they're like, what does this mean? Are you leaving your wife? Are you cheating on your wife? Like, what does this mean? And now he's, he started to dress more feminizing and, and you know, they're like, well, what does that mean? Like how, who, who are you now as a person? And he's like, I'm still the person who loves my wife. I'm still the person who's with my wife. And, you know, you have to be a really strong individual, I think, and a couple to really understand that and move through that because with all the outside noise from the world, they're telling you you're this way. And, you know, they've already deemed him as gay and some people have deemed him as transitioning. And it's like, you don't know what you're talking about in so many levels. So thank you for like, for for speaking out and, and, really putting yourself out there who you are and being your true authentic self and then putting that in your song because one thing I do know music is the one thing that unites the world music, Come on, music, Madonna. music it really is I mean that I mean I, I think about we were talking about Michael Jackson earlier I think about um, when you know you saw him all over the world and all of those people like crying and listening to his music and mm-hmm. you see in those stadiums the first time a lot of people come together that's why super bowl is important you know people mm-hmm. might some don't like football some don't like america some don't like this but <laughs> on that day everyone's going to come together for rihanna so yeah <laughs> that's, that's, it I mean, all comes back to rihanna. it all comes back to my girl so if you could like collab with anyone right now who would it be and why? Besides um, Rihanna. <laughs> I was going to well, based on this conversation, Rihanna. <laughs> um, I have such a long list. I actually have a list like in my phone of like producers, writers, and artists that I want to collab with. But I think like, um, that's such a great question. Um, obviously like all time, if I could collab with like anyone, I would say like Rihanna or like, I would love to collab with Ariana Grande. Mm. Um, um yeah there's so many people but like producers i'd want to work with they're like benny blanco and phineas oh, i love that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. really yeah. would also be really cool i think to work with in like any capacity i just think she's very cool yeah um, i think yeah there's just so many there are so many people girl in red would be really also i think really interesting to collab with and she'd be super cool mm-hmm. i think you would sound good with doja cat Oh, also, I would love to work with Doja yeah. Cat. I mm-hmm. think, oh, like, there's so many people. The list is like endless. Yeah, and listening to your album, I was like, oh, this reminds me of Doja Cat, but like, in, like, in like the oh, best way. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or Kim yeah. Petras. I, 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 oh, I was waiting. I literally yeah. was waiting. Yeah. Oh, Kim Petras. Yes. I could totally and hear I'm, y'all on a on a on a like on a bop yes and i'm so happy yeah. that kim petrus is finally getting her like accolades and like you know mm-hmm. with her number one single yeah. like making history yeah, is amazing yeah yeah, yeah. it's her so and hot sam smith are just like yeah. doing it yeah they really yeah. are <laughs> it's I... all over tiktok <laughs> it really is have you seen the video the music video 
No. no. I haven't yet. It's really interesting. It's not what I was expecting. It's like a theater situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, check really that out. They're not like in a bathhouse? <laughs> no, I no, I was expecting also like, it's, it's very interesting. You should watch it. Oh, okay, I was okay, expecting yeah. like <laughs> crosses and like, I don't know. That, okay, that's what I was thinking. Right. Like, like crosses, <laughs> almost like crosses burning. Like, I don't know what I like. Oh, I don't know about burning. But, but like, I don't know. I thought something like interesting. Like I think about Beyonce's video. Like, I don't know. That's what my, my mind was going like or water. Or like um, Lady Gaga's video for... Uh, yeah, not, you not, took it out of my mouth. Not Judas, but um, Alejandro. Yeah. See, I was thinking yeah. of Judas and Alejandro myself. So yeah, no, it's like theater. It's very theater. Yeah. Oh, oh it's camp. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see that. So, I'd like to see that. I'd, I'd like to see that. Uh, so for our <laughs> listeners out there, um, Alexis, yes. what is a piece of advice that you would give to them? Like if they want to pursue singing or anything in that realm? Like Songwriting. Just, yeah. Um... I'd say don't be afraid of failing because I was afraid of failing for so long. And to fix, like, you're just holding yourself back because to succeed, like, you're going to fail at some point. It's inevitable. Yeah. yeah. And it's Into the choir, nothing wrong. Yeah. Failing is not like the end of everything. So, yep. Mm-hmm. Doubt crushes dreams more than failures ever will. I have that on 100%. my Facebook and I've never erased it. It's been I never created my Facebook as a tag. Hmm. All the greats have mm-hmm. face failure. I thought I you always... were going to say all the greats have Facebook. I was like, thank you, Ashley. <laughs> I, I, you know. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I, I mean, maybe. I don't know about no, that. No, but I, I always think of like Michael Jordan was, did not make mm-hmm. his high school basketball team. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. He did not make it. I mean, there's That's like. There's but, so many people who like were told that they were not. I was, also, um, Amber Riley, remember when she went, um, was it? What was American she Idol? No, American. Our, our X Factor. Our, she was auditioning. No, it might have been American Idol. She auditioned for Simon Cowell and he told her, <laughs> you will no. never make it in this industry. He mm-hmm. said, you'll never be a songwriter by yourself. You'll never sing on TV. Like, you're not you're not that presence. And I remember when the Glee cast went on that performance, she got right in his face and hit that note. And he, he apologized to her years later and he apologized to Jennifer Hudson recently too. He's like, he told her some you sh- stuff too. He right? said, you should have been, he said like, you shouldn't have went home when you went home. He said, that was ridiculous. And hmm. it's, I mean, it's, she's it's, still one she, in the long run. Quite she sure a, did with her EGOT. She's an EGOT winner. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, okay. So as you know, we just celebrated Halloween. Yes. <laughs> Did you do anything fun? Are you? Do you like Halloween? Do you like? Uh, Halloween's my favorite holiday. Yeah, oh, you're in yeah. good company. <laughs> as you can see, Adam's background is as Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. And then yeah. my cup is a scream. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so cute. Yeah, yeah. But, but Alexis, I have an issue with this cup. I love Scream. Scream's my favorite. Oh right. But they leave Tatum off the cup, and like, uh, girl, I, listen, Tatum is nowhere <laughs> to be found. Tatum is iconic. It's so Tatum weird. is iconic, and Tatum almost lived. And I feel like the franchise as a whole forgot Tatum. And listen, I'm gonna say something controversial. <laughs> I feel like because the film, the at least the first three, were produced by the Weinstein's, and you know what Harvey Weinstein did mm-hmm. to her. I'm thinking that Tatum has been forgotten in the series as a whole for a reason. Mm. And I, mm. I, I just, I think that they just want to like step away from that. And that's so upsetting because Tatum, mm. I feel like was like the first person besides Sydney's mom that she really cared about who passed away. Like, I mean, mm. she, did, did she know? Um, I mean, did Tatum she? crawled so Kirby could walk. You No, she <laughs> did. She did because Ka- because Casey Becker, like it was a girl she sat next to yeah. in class. No, she, the principal. she didn't. Sydney did. 
No, that's, that's what I'm saying. Sydney. Yeah. Oh, so, I you were but, saying, but but someone yeah. that Sydney actually like cared about that hurt the Tatum. most was Tatum. Mm. Like besides her mama. Right. And, oh, and, okay. and and then you have Dewey. Like everybody was connected to Tatum that died, and I don't feel like no one got to properly mourn that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have a problem with that, but go ahead. Sorry. Anyways, yeah. we, we want on like a screen talk. Yes, agreed. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I went as um, the bride from Kill Bill. <gasps> oh, oh my god, that's dope. Oh my god, Please we have to send, each send other. us photos. Please. We'll post it on our yes. on our Insta. <laughs> my costume took me forever because I ordered like I always make my costumes usually, and I had like a yellow jumpsuit. <gasps> And then I was originally, I saw someone use like, um, kind of like fabric tape mm-hmm. to like make the black stripes, did not stick. So then oh. my, gonna sew it would not sew because it was like a ruched, like stretchy kind of oh, fabric. Nice. Right. I, had to, I had to paint it while it was on me. Oh. And so I'm like, and blow drying and I'm like painting and I was, yeah, it was a whole ordeal, but it turned out really good. Yeah, <laughs> so you better have painted on. Is it on your Instagram? Pictures. It is, yeah. Okay. Wait, so you did Cute. so you did Halloween yeah. in LA, right? No, in Vancouver. Oh, you did uh, in Vancouver okay. and then went to LA. What yeah. did you do? Did you yeah. go to a party or I did, yeah. I went out on Friday and Saturday. We just went to like to I went to a house party, which I always prefer for Halloween. We and always then... throw a horse party every year. So yeah. it's just more of a Halloween vibe. And then the second night we went to like a club, which was like not as fun. So you're invited yeah. to our party next year here yes. in New York. Let's let's go ahead and make that happen. I would love to come. I've never been to New York. So Girl, if what? you come I know. Oh. I know. Girl. Girl, if you come here, you won't leave and then you'll probably right. hate me because everyone calls me valid. <laughs> Uh, the, yeah, the demon from the demon from uh, the, the nun and the conjuring, and, the conjuring. <laughs> and so I make I make them all stay out. Ashley and I went out. Um, we did the costumes here in the house. Like I said, I did. Right. Here. I, I was Beetlejuice, a female Beetlejuice. Yeah, uh, and then we went out on Monday night. We went to the village because here in New York, I don't know if you're familiar, they do a, a parade, and then everyone goes on the village. Girl. We were out there. <laughs> we, we were, were outside. 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 It, was, <laughs> it was delicious. I was just running around. And then a lot of people thought I was a woman. Like, I went to try to go to the bathroom, and the uh, security guard was like, oh, no, a ma'am is on the other side. And I was like, I'm a boy. <laughs> <laughs> and so that threw him because he could not understand. I'm a boy. Yeah, I had to drop my, I had to drop my voice. But I was like, I don't talk like that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing his mind. Yeah. Oh my god, that is iconic. Yeah, I will have to come to New York. I have to. No, yeah. you really do. Yeah. Like, and and Halloween would be such a great time to come to New York mm, yeah. next year. Yes. I'll be there. Putting it mm-hmm. in ether. Yes. <laughs> oh, Alexis, thank you for. <laughs> coming on pride the podcast yes. and kicking with us this was so, so much fun it is and i hate it it's, every time at the end of these interviews i'm like that's it mm. i know <laughs> we should have you back to do like a hot topic segment yes, yes. Oh, i would love to yeah yeah yeah. Spill the tea. yeah yeah just come in and like uh, like guest co-host with us because we mm. love talking hot topics oh. it'll be great i would love to Perfect. Oh, so tell you, our Mike. listeners so much where they can find you, find more of your music and everything, and plug yourself, baby. Yes, I am Alexis Lynn on Spotify and uh, all streaming services, and Alexis Lynn Music on all social media. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love a good just brand, just boom. Yeah, you, you get one. And it that's me. It. I need one. to fix mine. It me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do I am Darrell Anthony on everything, I think, right? I think yeah, you should. Uh, Thank you so much. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. You, 
<laughs> Look at you, <laughs> Alexis, inspiring me to get branded across all social media. <laughs> we love to see that. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward to having you back on very thank soon. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Bye. 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 That was something to prove by Alexis Lynn. Yes, she was so cool. She really was. I can't wait till we like hang out when she gets here. Yeah. No, I know, right? She's got to make her way to New York. What the fuck? But I told her I'm gonna get on the streets and you know Valak. Oh God, Valak. You need a break. I don't need. I do need a break. Actually, I was gonna say I don't, but like I've caused enough mischief. Mischief, mischief. No, no, it's been bad. Like I've been, I've been on my bullshit. Yeah, you like, got me. You got me the other night. Where people have had to reach out. Well, yeah, I did. Where people have had to reach out to me and say, "What are you doing? And who are you corrupting?" Yeah, you need to chill out, dude. Yeah, but y'all, you can't, <laughs> y'all keep coming. Y'all must like some I'm selling. <laughs> Actually, the first one. What's that? I say, "Ashley, here's a drink." What? And she drank it. <laughs> are you crazy? That's not true. Go, go, I go, go, rebuke go. that statement. I actually got a drink right now, y'all. We all have a drink because we're on the podcast. Yeah, but like, <laughs> oh, thank could, you. We could not That's have my a drink. favorite sound, especially with iced coffee. Right. Oh my god. We yeah. could not have a drink. We could put the drinks down. Okay, you first. I don't even have mine in my hand. Yours is right in your hand. Yours is right in front I of the just equipment. Just made Move the ice sound. Don't play me. Huh? I just made, did this for the ice sound. No, oh, that's what you did. Go and take a sip. <laughs> Go and take a sip. I know you Everyone want to. Everyone drink. Okay, don't quote Pride on me now. Yeah, I'm quoting drink. you from Pride. Everybody drink. I should love the sip. <laughs> that's what you look like. <laughs> um, hey, anyway. what's up with Prince Harry and his new book? <laughs> well, he Called said spare. He said the spare. The spare. Well, listen, here's the thing. Does he I feel think, like the spare? Yeah. yeah. Here's oh. the thing. Do you know the line is after uh, Queen Elizabeth died? You know, I talked to an old coworker of mine, Adam, mm-hmm. and we looked at like, like he broke down like the succession and how that, that would go. And Prince Harry would be the last person to get it because they would give it to people of royal blood first. Yep. And technically, Kate and William falls into that. And because Meghan is not, like she wouldn't fall like like her her kids and every like everybody else Archie will never see it. No, they will all ha- never. everybody from like God forgive like you know uh Prince William and all his family they would all have to like pass away in order for like Harry and them to even be considered. I mean, that's kind of what I feel like happened it's with Game of Thrones. Well, Game is. of Thrones, but then um them the Kennedys. <laughs> yeah. The Kennedys? It was just like everybody just died. Yeah, yeah, they were cursed. Like, yeah, like, they, I don't they, they know what went on with that. It wasn't cursed. It was the CIA. It was B sixteen. Uh, B CIA curse. Yeah, I, I just think that like it's interesting, and he's really speaking out. You know, someone actually recently on Facebook a few minutes ago just posted and said, "Oh, it seems that Prince Harry is getting a divorce from his wife, and finally about time." Ha ha! And everybody was like, "And I literally went under the post." You know, I don't like to engage in nonsense. But I went under the post and I was like, this ain't true. 
Like, and I just put this ain't true, lol, because it's not true. Like, and people have a really hard time with Harry and Meghan, and a lot of it is because of the color of her skin. And no one uh, wants to say that's that. Such they want, they want to she's say, like white passing. <laughs> she's white that's passing. That's the crazy. And, I and know. Let's, and let's but talk once about, you, all they need to know is know that you are part. Black. Yeah, that's and let's talk. And let's talk about that's all whether the, you got the one drop rule. And like literally, when she was like doing. Um, you know, all the TV because she was an actress. Mm-hmm. Like, all these men, white men, y'all were jacking off to her and y'all loved her then. And y'all were loving, I don't know that, well, yeah, that makes the sound. That works. Um, you know, and I think it's just bullshit <laughs> that they're like putting this on her now. Like, she's the problem. I don't know. I think it's just stupid. I think it's, it's a so scapegoat situation. I don't like Speaking it. of scapegoats, Brittany Griner is being a whole scapegoat from Russia. They're like, well, we got your bitch. What you gonna give us? Yeah, and, it's like, and no. then they, they denied her like um, appeal. Yeah, they sure did. So, so it's she's like nine. What years? was it? Nine years. Mm-hmm. That is in a Russian prison. It is so sad. It breaks my heart. Yeah, it breaks my heart. Like yeah. that is not fair. And as as someone, all three of us have smoked vape pens. It's just like so. I could get nine years in in a Russian prison, like yeah, yeah. for just having a little vape pen. Like that's wild. Yeah, that's crazy. I know, and we, they know that it's ridiculous. partially because it's like, well, that's their laws. All and the then, people that are sentencing her probably smoke vape pens, and then well, that's all the thing is because because the color of our skin, of course, well, and, and, and her and, sexuality, and, and that mm. sexuality is a big thing, you know. And it does go back to, you know, the war on drugs, and in, in a way, to be completely honest, because a lot of people I know that I've seen and heard from Texas are like, well, she shouldn't have been smoking. Smoking is bad anyway, you know, having their opinion on that. Um, her wife, Sherelle Griner, recently went on The View, and she talked about the fact that Brittany was denied her appeal was so heartbreaking and it was disturbing. She used the word disturbing because she was just like, it didn't really make sense, and clearly there is something else afoot of why she's yeah. being treated that way. And like you said, Adam, it's a scapegoat. And I think that, mm-hmm. you know, I've again, I've seen so many people from the South and like from middle America say like, yeah, drugs are bad. She shouldn't have been smoking. She shouldn't have been doing she this. Should have like, she should have obeyed country laws. She should have obeyed. And while that is true. And I, and I that hear That is true. You know, I, I sure. You've got to obey but, the law. But she's right. not the, if you, if but. you think that Brittany Griner is the only fucking person in Russia to fucking smoke. You gotta be kidding no, me. No, no. Like, that's what gotta, I was about to say. It's yeah, like, you gotta be yes, kidding me. Okay, yes. You should follow a country's laws. Yeah. You know, like, that's just it. Just a given. That's just it. Cool. However. She has a prescription for that. Right. Yeah. And she is a celebrity. She's a multi-million yeah. dollar celebrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is all fucking theater. I mean, America. Yeah. all, like. It's political a, she's theater. She's being used as a pawn. Mm-hmm. Because. Little Dick Putin, who they say is dying. Did you see that? Oh God, I hope so. Did you see? So Putin, no. they said that he has. How ca- old is he? Cancer. He probably has like gonorrhea. No, they say he has cancer. He has cancer Ew. and something else. And people are like, "Oh my God!" Anyway, so what are we eating for breakfast? And you know the new, Mc- you, you, know, you know the old because people don't give a fuck. You know that's what they say on Twitter when oh. people say, "Oh, this oh, person right. is dying and they're horrible." They say, so anyway, what are you eating for breakfast? Someone went on Twitter and they were like, "Putin's sick." Blah blah blah. Someone requoted that and said, "Did y'all know that McDonald's got the new, the old school steak, egg, and cheese back? Did you know that? I didn't, but they I saw that. This is back. this is the McRib farewell tour. It is. I so have a, if y'all it, ever it, had it, it, it gonna be back. Why don't you make the McRib, Adam? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> because we can just make the McRib. That you know that one Anishi cooks who's like, yo, he likes su- he sounds sexy, but he don't look sexy. Yeah. Um, but he can cook. <laughs> so you know he make the McRib on his thing. So mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't know. But moving on to our next topic, I feel like he would say the N word. Nishi Cooks? Yeah. Well, well, well now, because of Elon Musk mm-hmm. taking over Twitter, the use of the N-word has been up by 500%. That's OD. 500%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching a um, like a bit from Trevor Noah, and it's just like, it's it's funny that all when people talk about free speech, it's like, all right, you got free speech. What do you want to say? They're like, nigger. <laughs> it's like, that's Holy all you want to say? Do I, do I need to beep that? No, because okay. that is what it's been saying on Twitter. Okay. Like, that's what people want to say. When they say they want free speech, that's what they want to say. And it's like, you don't have any other words. Words, they're like, niggers. No. Like, I don't know. Like, that's all I want to say. That's crazy. It's the truth. And it's crazy. <gasps> it's just like. Just say you don't like black people. Just say that. Did I mean, s- why? Well, I, I guess now they can. Did you see the video of the Asian girl on the subway and she was like saying the N word all over the place, throwing uh-huh. it all kinds of places? You're a black vagina. That's what she was saying. You're there, a black cunt. There's what a, does there's that a, mean? I don't there's know. There's a war that's But then a guy, a, a guy on the subway walked up to her and was like, hey, can you calm down? Like, can you stop yelling? And she was just like, fuck you. I'm not talking to you, you fucking white bitch. And it was like, so there's been been a war that's broken out recently between, um, Asian Americans and, uh, black Americans. And it's been this thing where, you know, we did see a lot of attacks on the Asian community that were mostly perpetrated by black people that they felt that, you know, we need to be, black people felt we need to be the only race that's being recognized because we're being murdered and killed in the thousands and then they started attacking Asians and so there has been some infighting with that. You know, I have mm-hmm. a lot of my Asian friends that have felt like we don't feel, we, we feel like, you know, th- this was talked about obviously when Kanye said the Jewish comment, they were like, Kanye's been hating on black people for years, but he say one thing about Jewish white people and uh, the whole right, right. And, and, the and, whole and, world. And, right. Where, where was everybody when he said slavery was a choice? Yeah. They didn't care because it's all a money grab. Right. And, you know, I yeah. do feel for the Asian Americans who feel like, listen, we've been under attack because listen, the news don't lie in the sense of that. I mean, the people who have been attacking Asian Americans are a majority, especially here in New York, all black people. That's a goddamn shame. It's all black people, and it's black people doing it. And, you know, there was one video where this black guy attacked this Asian woman, and he was just like, we the minority, not you, bitch. Like, th- those are things that are happening. And so when that's happening, it's very hard to defend. You know, as black people, we still want to say, like, well, we're still treated unfairly, which we are, but I have to come in with my Asian American friend. like they are being attacked by black people yeah. and I'm not saying what that woman did on the train was right because it was wrong right. but I wonder if her frustrations was from like whatever you know I, I don't know I don't no, know fully yeah no I mean at the end of the day I feel like it all stems back to white supremacy and the the things that were said and put into place to pin everybody against each other very that within within each community and then with between all communities that are not white you know yeah. what I'm saying it's mm-hmm. just like that's why there's colorism within each culture you know, and it's always the same narrative. Like the whiter, the better. The lighter, the the prettier. That is so crazy that you say that. Because, yeah. You know, obviously we've talked about it. You know, in the black community, mm-hmm. we've talked about it in 
the Latin community, mm-hmm. especially like Mexicans and like watching soap operas with my mom, I always just noticed that like everyone on the show was white passing. Mm-hmm. But then dating now a uh, person from Bangladesh, seeing like Indian movies and, and shows and, you know, see, I noticed that a lot of them are white passing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's within every poc like um culture yeah it's always the ones that are put to the forefront are the ones that are closer like lighter skin more white passing you know more european beauty style it's it it, it just it it, i i don't know why i thought it might be different but it's not it literally like the one of the latest movies i saw i can't i'm trying to think if there was like a like darker skin tone and if they were they were the they were the clown they were the butt of a joke mm-hmm. yeah huh yeah and it's all it all stems back to like white supremacy and like the things that yeah. were implemented by white people there's to to put that narrative that like hey the better the lighter you are the better you are and i think because of because of the crown coming in and fucking taking over india and um what's the word i'm looking for colonizing it Mm -hmm. that obviously stems from it Mm -hmm. you know it just is like we're white and we're we're royal blood this is what's good and what you have is dirty Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (sighs) that's a goddamn shame so silly so silly well we'll see what happens with twitter i I don't i don't know but y'all are y'all gonna pay are y'all gonna pay the twenty dollars to get verified Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I've I'm not paid doing that. more for less. And my thing is, it's just like, oh, so that means you're going to you do it. Pay Elon um, Musk $20 a month. Well, hold on. To be quote hold on. Unquote, hold on. As Erica J say, hold on. Hold on. I don't know. Um, I think that there's a lot more I want to figure out. You know, someone wrote um, an African-American friend of mine wrote the other day. I don't want to say their name just because, but they, they wrote something and it was like, we can't all be ran off of a platform because then our voices will be silenced. No, and there is, and there's a way that we must stay prevalent, even if it comes down to, because the reason that they're saying things like, Oh, charge X, Y, Z is because they don't think Brown people and people of color specifically can afford it. So it, it, you know, I know what for me, especially with, you know, episodes that I wrote of a soap opera that's coming out in December and, and, and have you, I know that myself being verified will look good. Do I want to give money to Elon Musk? No. Will I think about the bigger picture and maybe the way to change the the voices and, and continue to add something to the conversation? Yes. So I think for me personally, it's a bigger conversation because it's easier to say like, oh, let me back out and I give this white man my money. But it's like, let me still find a way to be prevalent because they don't get to run us out of something the way they ran us out of bathrooms or water fountains or things like that. So I, it's a lot for me to think about. Okay. Uh, of okay. Course. I think there yeah. is a balance, but I, I, I think there it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to process. It depends. Listen, you're saying, um, you know, writing for, for a show. Well, you're in the entertainment industry. So, your argument makes more sense, but to the average person that might not make sense. And I think it's a, it's a give and take. It's kind of like, it reminds me of the whole Oscar. So white thing Mm -hmm. where um, Jada and Will were just like, yo, we're not going to come. And 
well, I, I completely understand that argument because it's like, yo, if you don't want me here, then I'm not going to be here and you're going to get get my support and you might feel that loss. But on the flip side, I do see was just like, you are not going to run me away. I'm going to be here and I'm going to stay here. And I so I think it, it's a give and take and it depends on where you're coming from and it depends on it just it just depends it's all I mean, and I, but it's I think, all circumstantial but i think i hear right. that but I, I think all voices are important though and i think that the it's tough the the entertainment voices it's cool it's cool to say like yes they because that's right but i think that we already have people saying nowadays you know carrie washington was just on the view the other day and she did a whole speech about how people tell her Oh, you shouldn't have an opinion because you're an actor. Listen, I've had people from back home in East Texas when you know the election was going on in 2016 literally tell me that, oh, well, you live in New York, it don't matter. You forgot where you came from, X, Y, Z. Oh, it's because you do like TV and things like that. No, you don't get an opinion. It's different for us down here who, you know, we wake up and we have breakfast, we have lunch, we have supper, we work all day and we go to bed. And I'm like, so what, the fu- meals? so what the <laughs> fuck? So what the fuck? And let me tell you, I have plenty of meals and I work too. And it's just that the mentality is so different, you know, and it's just like, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I moved to New York. And, and like, I'm not hating on the life you have. That's the life you chose. But you can't then come to me and say that I don't understand something just because of where I live and, and what I do. And it's like, that's not, you don't know my struggles and you don't know where I came from. So I think that having all those voices are still relevant. And I don't know what I'm going to do on Twitter. It's true. And I want to just bring this up before we, you know, wrap uh, out. But mm-hmm. um, my friend, <laughs> my friend Lauren DM'd me and was like, hey, I saw you like Jamie Sapier's post. And I was like, did I? And she's like, did you watch the video? I was like, no, I just thought it was like her and her kid. I went and rewatched the video and it was like of her going to a um, Abbott campaign thing, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And I was just like, oh, shit. So I like deleted the mm-hmm. I like unliked it unfollowed because I was like I don't need that you have to be very careful about that because I think that your issue is and something you brought up to me before it's like oh some you know if we're friends and things on social media we should like everything that I see our friends do like I feel like you're maybe a person who if you are following somebody and your friends you might I'm just gonna give them a like because that's like exactly what it was but yeah. you it was just like oh that. I and saw and I liked it that's and why then. I'm very selective about what I like and if someone comes to me and say Darrell you didn't like something I post this is, might be a spoiler for you out there but it's because I didn't really like it. And I'm not going to like something I didn't post. And I'm sorry. No, and that's, and it's 100, you know, and it may have been in a moment where I was just at work, like, you know, scrolling. Sometimes you don't finish everything. You're just like, I sure did not. But Lauren was like, Hey Lauren, I know you listen. (laughs) Um, she was just like, you like Jane. She was like, LOL at not you liking Jamie's post. I was like, what What, did I like? What did I like? Fuck. So I went back and watched, and it was a stupid Abbott campaign. No, and you're like, movie. oh, no. I was like, oh, God, no. And I was like, how are you? You know what? That doesn't surprise me because you still support your Click fucking bait. pedophile brother. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Robert Sapier is a <gasps> pedophile. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sleeping, <laughs> touching his little, like, 10-year-old cousin. Oops. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. All right. So, guys, uh, well, I... um. <laughs> okay it's the call out podcast at least from my perspective okay, okay. well uh, um, yeah. yeah anyway we call need to out. go call <laughs> out. you know what one person i want to call out also marlo thomas um because i think this is very important right now 
not Marlo Hampton from Housewives of Atlanta. Oh. Marlo Thomas, white woman. She went on Sherry Shepard's show um, and talked about her being, um, you know, she said, oh, Sherry, when I last saw you, girl, you were big. And, like, making these, like, doing the arms and then swelling up her uh, cheeks and everything. And, being like, and mm-hmm. her staffers were, like, not happy. No. Sher- Sherry said, oh, I love, like, it's fine because look at what I, I look like so good now. It's because fine. But her she's... staffers are very, very, very protective of Sherry and they were like, absolutely not. Because as you... we, be, as a big person, we just learned to, that's just what it is. Yeah. Let's just accept that. And so, yeah. th- so there was a, th- there was an article that came out on that and it said, if you were not big, would you also, and I know it's hard to say because it's like shoulda, coulda, woulda, and you don't know what you would be like if you wouldn't, but the article was like, well, if you were not big, would you too be like a Marlo Thomas? Would you too be like saying things about people's weight or like making comments about that? And it's hard to say because when you do I have mean, a certain way, we, we, we can't say. We can't like, say. I don't know. I can't say, but I mean, there has been a moment in our in our tenure here in New York that we've lost a lot of weight and we were at a position where we could look at other big people and be like, wow, fat ass, get it together. Nope. I mean, well, I lost listen, 50 pounds. Listen, what are you doing? Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. But listen, but we, we never did that. Well, no. because, because well, we, because I think we saw that's we, we, we were on the other been side. On the other we, side. We, 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 we saw the, the dark side, side of the listen, moon. I do. Mm, you know I do I mean? want to, I, I say that, but at the same time, I'm going to call a little bit of bullshit on that okay. because I think that there have been times where we have all three, all of us, you know, gotten upset with someone. And when we got upset with someone that we didn't like or whatever, the first thing we do is we attack that weakness, whether it's their size, whether it's their way they look, walk, their awkwardness and things. And so we've all been guilty of that. So what the article calls for, because it was, I think, of, um, uh, staffer from uh, Sherry who was like a private person who like wrote that. It's just like like an open letter. So it's just like asking people, you know, kind of in on this to do better. Like don't get upset with someone, get mad with someone. And the first thing you do is you call them the F word. You call them the N word. You call them fat, skinny, like whatever. Like you, you hit them somewhere because you're like, I know that that's something I can see and that'll hurt them. And we've all done that. Sure. And so yeah. that's kind of yeah. the message of it. Like don't do that because listen, it's real interesting, you know, after I've talked about this before, like when you have a situation with somebody and the first thing they call you is an, the N-word or then they call you fat or they call you a faggot or X, Y, Z. And it's just like, oh, that's been on the tip of your tongue for a minute. For a so, minute. So mm-hmm. it's just like, even though we have our ailments and things, I know there are things I need to do better. I speak to everyone on the podcast. I know there's things we all need to do better. And so, yeah, that's that's kind of what the open letter was about. Mm. So. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that's I'd, something to ponder on. Folks. Yeah, I mean, we do definitely need to do better as a society, you know. And mm-hmm. it's just like, what what does that actually accomplish? Like, um, coming after people's physical attributes, mm-hmm. it it solves nothing, nothing. and it just kind of makes and you feel better for the moment, right? It, but it, it honestly always kind of just speaks to your insecurities, right? Yeah, and you know then what we, I mean? and we mm-hmm. talked about this, you know, um, what House of Potomac Candace has been known for coming out to people's physical attributes. Yeah, and I don't but, like that shit. But and I don't like it either. But then when you have Giselle, because then you have to be like, how do you handle situations with Giselle accusing Candace's husband of uh, sexual har- now it's harassment? It's not assault anymore. It's harassment. Like that's a big claim. So it's just like, 
They're you bo- don't come after it with like physical claims. You you don't, but like you also don't come after it with something as someone who's been accused of something with something that could ruin their lives. So of like course. I hear you, Ooh. but I'm gonna call bullshit because it's just like I, I I see both sides of it, and I think that like well then shit like we're, we're in a situation where what's good for the goose good for the gander we're both wrong and mm-hmm. we need to grow up and do better. Sure, so that's my thought. Um, yeah, but yeah, guys, please anyway. give us your thoughts, your comments. Uh, reach out to us on our email, pride the series at gmail.com. All of our social media, pride the podcast. You can find me, I am Darrell Anthony on social media. You can find me, Adam Andrew Rios, at boxed wine poppy with a zero <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. My Twitter is not safe for work. Yes, and you can find me, Ashley, at Ashley Aaron M on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. And my stuff is safe for work. I don't really use Twitter. Lame. Oh, well, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. No. Now it's taken over, so I, don't, I definitely don't care now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care before. I definitely don't. Well, know. let's take this shot. All right. Sure. This is something to prove by Alexis Lynn. All Cheers right. to Alexis. Cheers. Cheers, bitch. And always, we'll see you next week. Bye. We'll see you next week, babies. Like the sun.